Tattooed Freaks in Business Suits, recorded live in the kitchen of the Personal Touch Career Services in Denver, Colorado. I am your host, Donna Shannon. As a professional career coach, I help people navigate the hiring maze to get to the jobs they really love. In addition to working with job seekers one-on-one, I do have a book out there. You can find Get a Job Without Going Crazy on Amazon or, of course, on my website, too. So my guest today is, in fact, Leanne Marie Webster. Do you prefer Leanne Webster or Lorraine? (laughs) That is so many names. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know. It's a lot. It's a lot. I prefer Leanne Marie Webster, even though that sounds like you're scolding me or something. (laughs) Right. Leanne Marie Webster, get in here right now. (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) All right. Anyways, uh, she's an entrepreneur and business owner, and we'll let her introduce herself a little bit more in just a moment. Uh, So for those of you who don't know, our show's purpose is to explore and redefine the world of work, especially as Gen X millennials and those to come after seek positions of leadership that still allow them to be themselves. So every show, we explore a a topic related to business or job searching, and of course, we're going to talk about tattoos. (laughs) Our sponsor is the Personal Touch Career Services, Denver's top-rated career coaches, We focus on the practical tools for your job search, including resumes, LinkedIn profiles, coaching, and ongoing classes. So check out our ridiculously long website, personaltouchcareerservices.com. Once again, that's personaltouchcareerservices.com. Or, you know, you can just Google it. Anyways, uh, again, Leanne Marie, thank you very much for joining me today. And let's just kind of dive into things. Why don't you just tell me a little bit more about yourself and your business and and what you have to offer the world? Sure. Um, First of all, thank you so much for having me on here. I'm really super excited and I'm excited to share, um, share, you know, the madness in my head <laughs> um, and, uh, and the ink on my body, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm the creator of Email with Heart. Um, I've had my current business for about eight years and I have 20 years experience in marketing and business development in a variety of industries. I'm in fact an attorney. Don't hold that against me. What? Uh, I, know, I know. I haven't practiced in forever though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I live in Chicago and I'm also a triathlete and a runner. And um, my business is virtual. So I've went, I spent actually 20, April 2015 to April 2016 living nomadically for an entire year. I lived out of a suitcase. Um, wow. Visited 23 different cities, slept in 46 different beds. That's a whole story upon itself. Um, right. But that wasn't like just men's beds. Those were the hotels, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. They, were, they were not just men's beds. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't resist. <laughs> no, no, I appreciate it. I know it's salacious the way I say it. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the, as my friend told me I should write a book called, you know, sleeping around what I learned from being sleeping in 20 or 46 different beds in one year and, you know, have a, me on the cover and this bed and everything. And I was like, yeah, they're going to be so disappointed when they read that book. <laughs> it's about like digital marketing and like traveling with your business and there's no sex in it at all. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, let's see. Um, I don't know. What, how about anything else in particular you'd like to know? Or? So <laughs> as a speaker, you do a couple of different topics. And you know, obviously, we're going to be discussing email a little bit more in depth today. But why don't you tell me about the other offerings that you do as a speaker? Sure. Um, I, do, I do actually talk about my year living nomadically. Um, that is one of the things I talk about in terms of both because um, my, my business doubled the year that I lived nomadically. Wow. Um, and so I talk about, um, you know, how that happened, why that happened, and also just tips for creating a business that you can run from anywhere. Um, I also have a talk called Anything is Possible, and that's how I went from uh, not running at all um, to finishing um, Ironman Wisconsin, doing a full Ironman, which is... Wow also a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. So when I first met you, one of the things that we got into discussing was um, one of your core business aspects is teaching people how to email better. Mm -hmm. And then of course, the big question comes up, is email even still relevant when it comes to marketing? Sure. Well, I get this question a lot, of course, especially with the, um, um, what I want to say, with pervasiveness of social media. And I say, not only is it still relevant, I'm, I'm actually having people, I feel like we might be on the other side of the bell curve of having people tell me now they believe it's even more relevant. So um, here's the deal. There's two big things. It's a direct line to your people. So I like to say email versus social media is kind of like a phone call versus a billboard. Mm. You know, you, um, you know you're going to pick up the phone and reach a person, the person, in fact, the, the person you want to reach versus having a sign up on the side of the road and hoping that the right person rides by at the right time and they look up and they happen to see the message. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where things can kind of get lost in the social media world. That makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then the bigger thing with it is that you actually own it. You own your email list. No one can get in, in between your relationship with your subscribers on your list versus social media, you know, Facebook changes its algorithm, it seems like daily, you know, right. um, Instagram, uh, you know, they're taking away likes, which they can do because they, you know, that's, it's their platform. They own the platform. And so if they decide to change who you reach and how you reach them and what that looks like, then they can do that. And you could just lose your audience right. at the drop of a hat. Whereas with email, you can always reach your people right. and no one can get in between them. Right. It's kind of like dealing with Yelp. Yes. So yes. business business owners, you soon find out the benefits and the curse of Yelp. Yeah. Uh, a lot of users don't realize this is that Yelp will sandbag anywhere from half to two thirds of your reviews Yeah. because it says, oh, nobody can be this popular or this person used two exclamation points or this is the very first review this person ever wrote. So it can right. be real. Right. Right. You know, it's like oh we have uh, on Yelp probably a total of like 90 reviews, but only 18 are the so-called recommended reviews. Wow. And it's wow. not sandbagging my negative one. Negative reviews will never be sandbagged. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Just so the listeners know. <laughs> Good reviews, five-star reviews. Yeah, they, they love to kill those. Yeah. Like my Google uh, reviews still shows like all 85 because they don't change them muck around with these algorithms, right. but that doesn't mean it won't change tomorrow. Right, right. Exactly, exactly. So it's I like with what you're saying about, you know, when you've got your list, you've built your audience and you keep them. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. no matter what, no matter what. And it can actually become an asset in your business. Um, you know, when you're, if you are building your business to the point where you want to sell it, then um, the number of subscribers you have on your email list, especially active engaged subscribers is a huge asset to the business, way more of an asset than number of likes on a social media page. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Because also kind of a social media, you can't always pinpoint exactly who your followers are or it's going to take a lot of effort to track them all down. Like, yes. For example, I have over 5,000 followers on my LinkedIn uh, profile, but they used to be great about posting your articles on LinkedIn and I would regularly get two to 300 views, but they changed the algorithm. So right. now I'm putting a full article out there, 500 to 700 words, and it may only get 35 people viewing it, yeah. even though I have 5,000 uh, followers. Right, right. right. Well, and I mean, I run into people all the time who say, you know, gosh, I never see your stuff anymore. Or, you know, I used to see it and I, I had no idea X, Y, Z happened, even just on a personal level. So it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's frustrating, very frustrating. Yeah. And you don't want to put your ability to reach your people and your audience in somebody else's hands is really the bottom line. Right. Especially if they're going to change your audience exposure with cost. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely have seen that as a business owner where, oh, if you want to pay to boost your posts on Facebook, now all of a sudden you're going to be visible to your audience again, but right. it can get very expensive very quickly. Absolutely. Absolutely. There was, I saw someone speak about six months ago and I really, I reached out to him, but I um, haven't been able to get this. He had this great graph that showed the, um, the relationship between organic reach um, and uh, and Facebook ad revenue. And so it basically showed that before, you know, because remember not only a few years ago, it wasn't even that long ago, um, when ads weren't the kind of machine that they are now, then you could get reach 30% of your audience or so organically just by mm-hmm. posting and maybe including a photo or there were like different things like that you could do. And as the ad revenue has increased, <laughs> the organic reach has decreased. So that now you're right. If you want to get in front of your audience, you need to pay basically, right? right. which is frustrating. Right. <laughs> so obviously, you know, one of the first be all end all things for email is making sure that you have a good list. Mm-hmm. So what's some of the best ways to get people to join your email list? Yeah. Well, one of the, one of the absolute best way I believe is to offer a, uh, a freebie or what um, the jargony term for it is called lead magnet. Um, it's really just a free piece of content that you want to get in the hands of your clients to, um, to entice them to give you their name and their email. Mm-hmm. And the key to this is just really getting in the head of your client and thinking about what it is that they need, what problem do I solve for them, and how can I solve it quickly um, in something that's very easy to consume so that they'll um, join my list. Mm-hmm. All right. And so when you're building your list, are you also pasting uh, like on your website and your social media pages and just kind of plastering it everywhere? Yeah. And this is, this is how you can actually use all that social media reach to your advantage is, you know, when you're doing a Facebook live, if you talk about the problem that your client has, and if you're, you're free freebie, which I, by the way, recommend having multiple freebies. I mean, mm-hmm. you definitely don't need just one, 
So if you offer one that solves the problem, you can talk about that on your Facebook Live and then put a link in the comments to direct people over to the webpage to get it. That's how you can start to cross-pollinate your audiences. Um, otherwise, you can have it in your email signature. You can, um, you can find, you can partner with somebody who has an audience with the audience you want to get in front of and ask them if they will promote it for you since it's mm. free content. A lot of people will do that as a way to give their audience good information um, and, you know, and, and something that they can easily digest. It it's, makes them look really good. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of different ways that you can utilize that freebie once you have it set up. Right. But you do need to be careful and not do it illegally. Such so as just because you've been dealing with a client for three months doesn't mean you can just automatically add them to your list, right? Oh, girl. You are <laughs> How much time do we have? <laughs> this is one of my pet peeves in the email world is that um, a lot of people will um, do things like that or they go to the networking meeting and this has happened to everyone, right? You give out your card and someone will just collect the cards and then just add you to their list. Or uh, LinkedIn used to be that you could download the email addresses of your connections in LinkedIn. And a lot of people would do that and just add people to their list. And in fact, I know people taught that as a strategy. Um, all of those are a violation of can spam and all of those will, um, they're technically illegal. But the bigger thing to consider with all of that is, you know, we're all in business. Um, we've all heard that axiom that people buy from people they know, like, and trust. Mm-hmm. And so when that happens, people know you, but they don't like and trust you. So you breach right. that factor from the very beginning, and it's way less likely that they will become a client. Um, in fact, most won't. Right, right. And not to mention if they start getting your stuff and say unsubscribe and mark as spam, right. your uh, email provider, whether it's MailChimp or somebody else, could even banish you, right? Absolutely. They can banish you. And then also, you know, those spam complaints, um, if there's, so there's the email service provider level where they could kick you off the platform. But the other thing that happens is if you get too many of those, that your domain can get flagged for spam. And that means that on the, on the bigger level, um, and on the bigger level, if it gets flagged, then suddenly you won't be getting delivered into people's email boxes. You'll get kicked over into the junk folder. And so it hurts your deliverability in the long run as well. Yeah. Okay. So some of the things I have heard about, especially millennials and Gen Z, is that they really don't have a whole lot of interest in emails, especially for marketing and newsletters. Matter of fact, my assistant, who's a millennial, she's kind of like very anti-email and she's like, Oh, these things are so annoying. I hate them. But, uh, what's your take on that? Well, I think first of all, no, I've never met one person in the world who is like, I love marketing emails. Like I just <laughs> cannot wait. Open those and see those in my inbox. Like, mm -hmm. Nobody likes them. No matter, uh, no matter what generation you're in. Um, and that actually is one of the, one of the keys I believe to, um, to, to what I teach is to, deliver content, something that's interesting to your audience. And what I'll say is, I think that if you're delivering great content, then your audience will listen. And I have actually just had a conversation around this um, the other day. I happen to, I'm, I'm semi-nomadic right now. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm staying with a couple of friends who happen to be millennials. So, you know, they, they don't like email, right? 
Mm-hmm. And then I was having this conversation the other day with one of them about what I do for a living. And he said, oh, you know, my dentist sends the best emails. And mm-hmm. he pulled up his phone <laughs> and he started showing. He's the dentist sends this, like, it's a crazy, I don't know if it's daily, it's at least weekly. It's really, really often. And he's like, oh, look, he's talking about, you know, small teeth. Who ever heard about small teeth? Like, you know, and he's showing me these emails and I just was laughing. And I'm like, oh yeah, you supposedly you know, don't like email and from a dentist, whoever, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. But the dentist is telling really interesting information, getting people to think about things that um, they don't usually think about. And more importantly, my friend said, oh, and I, he's the best dentist ever. And I've sent so-and-so there and I sent so-and-so there and, you know, started bragging about how much business he has sent this dentist's way. So um, that's, that's how you use the power of email. It's, it's not in that, like, you know, spamming people and sending them as many emails as you can until they buy. That's kind of that old school um, method of email marketing that, that, that d- does no longer work. But if you connect with your person and provide really good content, that does work. Gotcha. So you did mention like this dentist, for example, is sending a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff. So is there like an ideal sweet spot for how often you should be emailing your list? Well, the, the, my first answer to that always is be consistent. So pick your interval and be consistent. So um, there's, not, there's, not a, um, there's not a one size fits all answer to this question. Usually I say it's the intersection between how often you want to write and how often your audience wants to hear from you. And with that in mind, it needs to be at least twice a month. You can't go monthly because too much time passes between the emails and those, and then you never want people to see your email in the box and go, who is that? Did I sign up for that? Cause that's when they'll start to unsubscribe and God forbid mark you a spam. Cause they just don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, now you can do it a little more consistently. There are emails, it's actually a number of emails that I read that are daily and that are Monday through Friday daily. Um, again, cause they have great content. Um, one because there's great content, one cause it's great content and it's short. Um, but you really need to set your, your audience up for a daily <laughs> yeah. and you need to be prepared to do it. So um, most of my clients start with every other week and then they go to weekly. I do like weekly if you can um, do it because it's just, it's, you know, it's just a nice thing. And that's really only 52 emails for the whole year. Mm-hmm. Not really that bad. Right. So what your big program when it comes to uh, doing email is uh, you call it email with heart. So what does that mean? <laughs> Um, it is, so it's a, it's, it's really encapsulating my philosophy and I'm um, part of the reason I created it is because I wanted to remind people of that connection and that there's a person on the other side of the email address. And also that I'm email really is about building relationships. So it's, um, I'm, I'm really on a mission to rid the world of those spammy, trashy, horrible marketing <laughs> emails and get us back to, um, to relating to people. Uh, HEART is an acronym and it stands for how people get on your list, um, having engaging content, speaking in your authentic voice with regularity and leveraging technology. So it is also my process and how I, I look at all things email, but it's also just a reminder to no spam. <laughs> so I, I do have a question since you mentioned the technology aspect. Yeah. And MailChimp asks me all the, all the time when I'm setting up my emails, do I want to make it like, oh, do you want to optimize the video content within this email? And I never send videos. I just, 
I just yeah. don't because mm -hmm. I don't watch a lot of videos myself. So I never think about it. Mm -hmm. Do you think newsletters and email marketing that includes the video aspect is more impactful than just putting a link to an external uh, article? Um, you know, that will really depend on the person and on their audience. Makes so sense. some audiences are going to be more like, yes, yes, yes. I want to go see the video. Um, some people are going to show up better in video. And so if the way that you present and the way that you're more comfortable and the way that you really connect with your people is video, then yeah, video will work for you. So don't but, look like a toad. Don't, look like <laughs> <laughs> don't just like croak your lines back. I right. want to talk to you today about right. how to write a wonderful <laughs> resume. Oh just my God. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. It's so painful when you see people who are doing video because they think they should be doing video and you're just like, oh my God, <laughs> don't do that. All right. So good video. Yes. Bad video. Not so Yeah, exactly. <laughs> great. Great. So is there anything else about emails or yeah, any of the other topics that you speak on that you want to make sure that um, we know that I have not asked you about yet? Um, yeah, I think we've covered everything. I think just, um, yeah, stay, stay very focused on, um, on what it is, making sure that you're giving good content before you're, you know, asking for anything in return and being just very mindful of, I, I always think about dating analogies when I think about email, right? So right. we don't go, most people don't go on a first date and, you know, ask to like get married, right? Because there's, there's no relationship built there. So I always think about email like that, like, how can you build the relationship? How can you court the people who are on your list and provide them with great content, make them want to do business with you? Perfect. Makes lots of sense. So um, we now get to one of my favorite parts of the show where we get to talk about uh, tattoos. <laughs> and fortunately, Leanne, you even have some ink, right? I do. I do. I have two. Um, my, uh, my first one was a, uh, is a, a paw print. I went to Ohio University um, and Bobcats are their uh, team. And mm -hmm. so it's a little Bobcat Paul um, and it's green to remind me, of, you know, cause that's Ohio's colors are white and green. Okay. That one though, you know, it's interesting, right? You, I put it, you know, I was a little shy about getting the ink and who do I want to have see it. And so I put it like on my back, like upper hip. Uh -huh. So it like gets covered kind of by a bathing suit, but I could, you know, show it if I want, but I forget that I have it because I can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So my second one, yeah, every now and then when I'm trying on clothes, like in, you know, in a dressing room or whatever with the three mirrors and I'm like, oh, right. Hi, there you go. <laughs> what is that? Is that cancer? No. Right. No, it's exactly. a tattoo. <laughs> so my second one I got, um, after finishing Iron Man, and that was um, a huge accomplishment. Uh, and spoiler alert, I didn't finish it the first time I tried it. And so it was just a big, big, big um, accomplishment in life when I finished it. And so that one is um, the, uh, it's the Iron Man symbol. Mm. Um, I did Iron Man Wisconsin, so it kind of looks like a cow. And that I put on my inside right wrist. And that I did it for, for me to see. Um, so that when I would wake up every morning, I wanted to be reminded that anything is possible. And I wanted to be reminded that, um, that I did something that at one point in my life, I legit thought was too hard to even try, mm -hmm. but I actually tried it and did it. And so, um, I wanted to keep, I wanted to always be reminded of that. Great. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, Leanne Marie Webster, how can people <laughs> get in touch with you? Um, easiest way is to go to my website, um, which is 
hey, leannemariewebster.com. Lots of, lots of vowels in there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My one friend is like, are you Russian or something? Look at all the vowels in there. Um, <laughs> but um, So yeah, leannemariewebster.com. Um, you can also, I can make life easy if you are interested in uh, my freebie, because you know I have a freebie, is um, emailwithheart.com. So if you go to emailwithheart.com, that puts you on a, um, a little page, is a video from me, and then you can enter your name and email and get my email with heart overview to learn a little bit more about that. Yeah, and it's a good video. You don't look like a toad. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdest compliment of the day. I know, right? <laughs> Well, thank you very much for joining me today. And uh, for our listeners, if you like what you've heard, please give us a that, hit that like button and even better follow us. If you don't uh, keep it to yourself, let's be nice. <laughs> all right. All right no, you can message me I'll, and I'll tell you. There you where, go. About your opinion. Anyways. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us today. Once again, my name is Donna Shannon, my company's personal touch career services. And until next time.